Hey there, and welcome back to the Virtual Cafe for another coffee convo about business finances. I'm your host, Kerry Zab, and I am joined by Kim White. We invite you to join us at our table with your favourite brew. Let's pull up our chairs and get into today's episode. Come on, let's go. It's coffee time. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kerry. What's going on? Well, I am excited to see you. Me too. What are we going to talk about? I'm curious about something. I'm curious if you can help me figure out how to make all the numbers make sense and make it easy. That's a big question, Kim. (laughs) And a little one at the same time. So let me ask you this question, Kim. What's your biggest pain point with your business finance? Well, I think the biggest one is I don't like them. (laughs) I think that that's probably, and I will say whenever I was younger, especially when I was younger, I didn't understand them and I thought I wasn't smart enough. So I do feel like that's part of the equation is if you weren't born and nobody was, but if you weren't born just knowing how to do all the things, it's so intimidating, Carrie. So Kim, I have one solution for that. I use a calculator every day. (laughs) And even like from back in my early days of my dad teaching me to write down and, and add things together on the butcher's paper, Even when I do that, I still use a calculator just to double check the numbers because I don't trust that I've done it correctly, even though every time I'm like, oh yeah, it was that. (laughs) But I still do it. I use spreadsheets, I use calculators. Sometimes I pull out my fingers and my toes because I'm not smart. Every now and again, there's just a a nugget of a moment where someone will say, you know, 210,000 divided by six and bam, it just comes to me. And then other times I'm straight on the calculator. Okay, 210 divided by six. And right now it's not coming to me. But sometimes everything's connected. I've had enough sleep or I've consumed enough coffee. Something's happened to make the little bzz, bzz, bzz in my brain work. But otherwise, I lean on the tools, Kim. I make the tools do the work. My brain's got too many other things going on. And I think this speaks to a lot of entrepreneurs that our brains are too busy to even comprehend doing some of that stuff off the top of our head. So calculator all the way, Kim. I don't need to be smart. I lean on the calculator. So I'm going to push back hard on this, Gary. Okay. I know better. I know better than you not being super smart because I know you. So let me just clear that up for everyone listening. <laughs> I thought you're going to call out my calculator skills. <laughs> no, I don't think the tools are ever a bad thing. I will say though, you brought in a word that I feel like is about this whole topic, and that is trusting us. Mm. Like we have that issue of not trusting our own selves mm-hmm. because we've done something wrong in the past. So I've made a bad decision before, and now I question if I'm making a good decision because I still keep going back and thinking about the bad decisions I've made with my money. For sure, yeah. And trust is a huge thing, Kim, and I think it comes in all different shapes and sizes. You know, me not trusting that I did the maths right on the piece of paper by double-checking it on the calculator is because I don't want to give the wrong total to someone. Like if I'm adding up a few key numbers for a client and then 
so many pieces to this, but for, for starters, I'm going to look silly if I haven't done the maths right. I'm not going to look smart, and I guess it's not that I particularly, that's not at the forefront of looking smart, but I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to give the wrong number because that could be critical. Telling someone that the total of these funds coming out of their account is $20,000 versus $25,000, like that can train wreck someone's cash flow. And giving false numbers can make a huge difference to what's, what's happening in people's bank accounts. So accuracy, I guess, is a little bit different. However, I do like to double check. Trust versus being sure, being confident, not making mistakes, but it all kind of ties together a little bit, yeah? I think so, Kerry. I definitely think so. So if someone is listening and you know that you and I have been in the virtual cafe for a while and I've learned a lot of amazing things from you, but for those that are just starting to maybe follow or learn, what could they start today to make that trust relationship with themselves to start making good decisions because Carrie, this is hard like being an entrepreneur is hard to begin with running a business is hard to begin with and then you add that layer of you know being scared you're gonna make a mistake so what would you suggest i think we need to come to terms with making the mistake i, th I think everyone makes mistakes you're not human if you don't make mistakes i still make mistakes they're smaller than they used to be, thank goodness, because I stop and I, I pause. And I think that's part of it, Kim, because being an entrepreneur, and we talk about this all the time, how fast we're running, how rapid everything is in business, especially when we're brand new, you've got a million thoughts in your head at once. So actually stopping and taking a breath to look at the numbers, that's part of the problem is having that time available. We need to put that on our calendar so that we're not rushed and we're not pressured. And when we go to play with the numbers and look at them and whether we want to understand them or we want to plan with them, whatever that looks like, we need to give ourselves that time opportunity because if we're under pressure and we're stressed and we're running, that's when we'll make bigger mistakes. So you will make mistakes mark my word it's going to happen you need to be okay with that and keep them as small as possible so i think a lot of it's got to do with time and pace kim and as entrepreneurs we want everything well and i'm just going to put it how i like it i want everything easy i want everything quick i want the magic pill i want the magical answer i want the unicorn to dance across my office and deliver me all the fancy things and then reality's got to kick in a bit and say well you know what there is no magic pill i visualize unicorns all the time but they don't actually fly through my office and deliver magical things although i'd like them to because they're pretty <laughs> and sometimes when we're not comfortable with something we need to get a little bit determined that we want to be comfortable with it. Because if we don't want to do something and we keep mentally telling ourselves, I don't get it, I don't want to get it. I don't like words. I didn't want to write words. I didn't want to read words. I didn't want anything to do with words. And even myself, I'm coming to terms with that. Still don't do a lot of reading and ask my husband because I'll read a sentence and he'll go, read that again. That's not what that said. 
And I'm like, oh, okay. Sometimes I throw in extra words or strip some out. But I'm starting to get more into writing the words, slowly but surely. Yet, if you asked me 12 months ago, oh, no, I don't want nut words. No, no, not for me. Not, not my, not my thing. And unfortunately, it's the same with the numbers. A lot of us just want to sweep them under the rug because it's easier to pack it away and it's easier to put the blinkers or the blinders on and pretend it doesn't exist. Or, even worse still, get to that point when we're, particularly when we're starting our business, just not even worry about it. Don't think about it, don't deal with it, because in 12 months time, when the business is big enough, I can just pay someone else to deal with it. But the problem is in the first 12 months, until you could afford to outsource that, is when a lot of the problems can occur. So there's a little bit of suck it up. You're going to have to deal with it. So how can we deal with it in a light fashion? Not make it harder and heavier and more stressful and just slowly sponge it in. Just be the sponge and take it in. Listen to the conversations. Be around it a little bit more. Geez, you might even just go and listen to an audiobook about money. You might follow a podcast similar to this about money. Start exposing ourselves to those conversations in a light fashion so we can start getting comfortable with the numbers. Sorry, Kim, you made me pull out my milk crate. Okay, I am going to put a little caution here with what I learned the hard way, and that is listening to the wrong people. Oh, yes. Because I did try to do that, and then I ended up like getting bad advice and bad, learned some bad habits. And I feel like whenever you're doing something like this for the first time, you're already intimidated. I'm going to just give you my secret, and that is Carrie. <laughs> I think when you go to somebody who is passionate about the numbers and the why behind them, I feel like that is a game changer. So I, I do want to throw that out there. If someone is intimidated, connect with Carrie, connect with someone who you can trust. Because it does take a lot of things off of you. It takes a lot of the intimidation. And Carrie, I think it changes your want to. If somebody doesn't want to because they're intimidated, then you have to be able to change that, you know, that intimidation. But you also have to change that want to. Suddenly they feel empowered because they have something under control instead of being so intimidated. And you, for a lot of this community, you are that person. You are the one that we go to to ask questions and to learn and to stop being intimidated. So, thank you. Well, Kim, thank you for that commercial. And um, by the way, listeners, I don't pay Kim to say those things. I know it does appear <laughs> as though I might. And she happens to just organically hop in as the commercial for most of our podcasts. But I don't pay her. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. <laughs> and I recommend anyone starting a business, maybe not straight away. I'm not saying you have to go out and pay hundreds of dollars to an accountant the minute you open your business. But you do want to start thinking about having an accountant in your corner so that you do get the right advice. Because as our businesses grow, it does become more important to lean on those professionals and get the right advice, like what you were saying, Kim. And there's so many publications out there. There's so many podcasts out there about money and you can easily fall into the trap of 
It's funny, Kim, uh, the other day I saw this. Here in Australia, we don't call it Kool-Aid, we call it Cordial. So we could all go running up to the Cordial stand and get the wrong advice and get ourselves in trouble, which could lead us to making more mistakes. So I agree with your caution, Kim, we do need to be careful. And at the same time, go for the professionals. But we've got to suss them out too, because not every professional is the right professional. And we need to have an element of caution there too, Kim, wouldn't you agree? I definitely agree, Carrie. And I might sound like a commercial all the time, and I'm okay with that simply because I understand the value you bring to everyone around you. Like, I understand having someone you can trust that will help you learn to trust your own self is different than having someone that you're always wondering if you can trust them. And for you, Carrie, I feel like that's a big deal for everybody to know. So obviously you can edit this out and cut me off and all of the things, but I I hope you don't because there's the difference in a commercial for something that's not good for someone and living proof of having someone to go to that really does take the intimidation away. So I, I'm going to stand by what I said, Carrie's arm. <laughs> and for anyone tuning in, that is translation for Kerry. If you edit this out, I will kick your booty. Uh-huh. Got it. <laughs> you know what? it 27 more times. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for saying that, Kim. And you know what? That is probably the best advice that we can give here because... How many times in your lifetime, Kim, have you been somewhere, maybe you've gone out for dinner or you were at a family barbecue or an event of gathering of people that you know and trust and it could be family, it could be friends. How often do we find people to help us, even with, you know, I need someone to fix my front door or I've got a leaky tap in the bathroom or my car's running a bit rough. We get more people through personal recommendations than we even realize. Word of mouth is still the most powerful marketing tool in my personal opinion. And and I think it's one to really consider a lot when we're starting business. You know, think about who is in your corner and who you already know or who might know someone else. They're the biggest connections we can make, Kim, or help starting our business, help with all the pieces of our business, just from those relationships and conversations that can be had and connections that can be made. So I'm on board with it, Kim. I'm on board. Well, Carrie, we don't, like, we don't take it serious a lot of times because people talk over our heads or they look down their nose at us because we don't know something. And that's one of the things I'm grateful to have you in my life because I don't think you're judgy and I don't think you are laughing at me behind my back that I don't know how to do a certain thing or that I am trying to learn something. I am 56, so let's just say that out loud. But but we don't, there's no one that knows all the things. There's no one that knows all of it. And having someone to ask I think changes how you can make your decisions, Carrie. If I am struggling to figure out what to do with something, you know, I need this piece of equipment for my business or I need a tool or whatever it is, and I'm trying to figure that out or I'm trying to figure out how 
to survive the cash flow that feasts or famine. All of those things, Carrie, I feel like you have addressed in previous podcasts on this podcast. You've interviewed other people. You've done so many things on this podcast. I feel like this podcast is absolutely a wealth of knowledge for anyone who is wanting to get past that intimidation. And Kim, you bring up a really good point because I think we're all capable. But going back to something that we talked about earlier, we need to want to. We actually need to want to because it's the same when you start a business. If you start a business and you're like, oh yeah, I might do this and maybe I'll see how it goes. If we're only half-hearted about it, just as important as all the pieces of our business. If we don't market our business, if we go, oh, you know what? I might do a little bit of social media. Maybe I'll put a, I should do a post, Kim. Maybe I'll put a one post on Instagram this month. Well, if we're behaving that way, about other pieces of our business or our whole business is really just a little bit blase and maybe oh maybe and I should and I could and it's it's too loose it's too haphazard and it's just by maybe sometimes by happenstance that these things actually come about but if we want to be serious and we want to be serious about our business and all the pieces in our business we've got the ability to do that. Yes, we do. So call Carrie, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'll get her to stop saying that in a minute, people. But Kim, before we hop out of here, I think there's a couple of other things we should touch on when it comes to making decisions with our business finances because, and this is from my own experience, what I have actually gone through. I did not look at the numbers. I didn't know what a forecast was I didn't think about cash flow and projections and the b word which is budget I didn't I didn't deal with any of those things I was the person that swept it all under the rug and hoped and prayed that it all worked out and then fast forward however many years and you discover that you know what I don't need to spend hours on this I don't need it to strip away my weekend I don't need to lose every evening during the week by just having a little bit of a grip of it. You know, looking at those peaks and troughs we all experience in business because if you're out there selling products or services, you're bound to either have seasonal moments where you have more sales, you have less sales. If you're doing service-based business, you might have a lot of clients and then you've got no clients or you're chasing or you're quoting. All those things happen in small business and just looking at how we can control that. How can we actually work towards balancing things out? How can we turn it into an even playing field? You know, it's $100 this week, it's $500 next week, it's 1000 the week after and then it's 100 again. So what are we going to do? Because we've got the control. What are we going to do to make the difference to balance out all the peaks and troughs and hills and valleys so that it actually works for us, Kim. I think it's important. So where do you suggest someone starts, Jerry? Okay, well, let's just play with these numbers for a second. Everyone is going to be dealing with a different four-week cycle or a different two-month cycle. Everyone's going to have different numbers. The peaks, the troughs, they're all going to be different. 
But if we don't look at them in a group, if we just look at this week and then hope for next week and hope for the week after, it's not gonna help us. If we're selling products or services, how can we forecast? How can we start to make a bit of an idea of what it's going to look like so we can be prepared for it? That's the biggest part, Kim, is the preparation. Okay, next week's not looking great, guys. Yes, I'm talking to myself in the mirror. I'm having a team meeting. Next week's not looking good. What am I going to do about it? What can I do about that today? And then the week after that, oh, okay, the week after that might look a bit better. Great, okay, sit there, look in the mirror, get down with a piece of paper, write down some numbers and start to pin the average. Then we can start to make decisions with the money we do have rather than, oh, crap, nothing came in. Um, I'm, I'm stuffed. I can't do anything. Work with what you got. Work with what you've got and see what you can do with what you got. But make that decision that you actually want to do that. And then you'll start heading on the road for a little bit of financial freedom, a little bit of financial relief, a little bit of better understanding and a little bit of more confidence in yourself that you can do this. That's where it starts, Kim. I'm going to go start, Carrie. Okay. You got your pen? You got your paper? You're writing it down? I need to. That's what I need to do, Carrie. <laughs> I have faith that you will, Kim. I do. Can I finish my coffee first, Kiri? I think that's a great idea, so sorry. <laughs> Numbers go on hold. The coffee must come first. Because trust me, if you're anything like Kerry, it's it's morning for Kim. It's my evening. I can't function without the coffee, Kim. So you know me. The coffee must come first. I'm all for it. <laughs> well, after all, this is where coffee makes money, Kerry. Oh, that's right. In the virtual cafe. woo well, Kim, I think we've talked enough about numbers for one episode. I think we will relieve our listeners' ears and give them a little break and we'll head out of here and I will talk to you next week. See you then, Carrie. Bye, Kim. Thanks for joining us in the Virtual Cafe. You can follow the show to be notified of future episodes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, we encourage you to leave a rating or personal review. Until next time, happy biz beans to you. No beans were harmed during the production of this podcast. Information contained in this podcast should be taken as general advice only and your personal circumstances have not been taken into account. It is recommended that you seek financial advice from a professional who is licensed to do so. If you choose to act upon the general advice shared, you do so at your own risk.